Hello, a warm welcome to Refining Moment. This is Grooming Room, where you are being equipped for a great marriage and family life. My name is Uche Imafidon. I'm a marriage counselor and an etiquette consultant. It's my delight to share with you on today's episode, Nine Wrong Reasons for Getting Married. The aim of this message is so that at the end of listening to it, if any of those reasons is why you want to get married, then you can pause, do a sincere and an objective self-evaluation by asking yourself important questions that only you can give sincere answers to and then decide to marry for the right reasons instead. If you were married, but maybe got married for any of the wrong reasons, you can also make the needed adjustments where necessary. The implication of getting married for the wrong reasons can be quite detrimental and frustrating. Take for instance, when a man decides to marry a lady just so that he can have a child with her, precisely a male child to keep his family name going. And if during the course of their marriage, they start to experience delay in childbirth or maybe give birth to more female children, frustration, disappointment, or even regret may set in for him. This is because his main goal for getting married has been to has not been achieved. He may likely be blinded by other incredible fruits and results that his union with his beloved wife could be producing. Before I go ahead to mention some of the reasons, I have to state here that there's actually nothing wrong or bad with some of these reasons that will be mentioned. However, what is wrong is making any one of them your sole reason for getting married because your reality later on in the marriage may turn out to be an unpleasant and an unfulfilling one and I'm sure you do not want that, right? So, without further ado, let's delve right into some of these reasons. Number one, loneliness. Anyone who decides to get married because he or she feels lonely will eventually realize that marriage is not the cure for loneliness. This is because loneliness is a state of the heart that makes you feel unloved and unhappy. It is a state that makes you depend strongly on others to feel happy. These states can be quite depressing. Being lonely is not the same as being alone. You can be alone, happy and satisfied, but not lonely. It is very possible to be in the midst of so many people and still feel lonely as one who feels lonely, let alone being with one person. It may seem to be helpful initially, but after a while, one may start to feel lonely again. There's a story of a lady who got married because she was lonely and thought that marriage could make it go away. But after marriage, her husband turned out to be a very judgmental person of her life and her lifestyle that she soon withdrew into her shell, keeping to herself while living miserably. Prior to her getting married, when she felt lonely sometimes, she said that she would reach out to a family member, her friends and others and possibly hang out with them or so. But after marriage, that couldn't happen anymore because of course she's now a, a married woman who unfortunately has a husband that couldn't help to solve her loneliness problem. Therefore, the cure for loneliness is one, a personal decision to seek to build connection with yourself. Find out more about your person, your unique abilities, interests, and the things you love to do and start doing them. 
get comfortable being alone and explore fun things about your life. Enjoy your own company, do fun things that make you happy, listen to music, learn new crafts, sing joyfully and dance, watch movies if you're given to that or any other thing or recreational activity that can make you happy, active and alive. Also, learn to develop your relationship with others like family members, friends, colleagues and so on. Sometimes, when you shift the attention from yourself and learn to look out for the interests of others and learning to help better their lives, you tend to become busy and excited about life. It is very important to go into marriage as a happy person, full of life, excitement, zest, and expectation of all the beauties of marriage. Number two, age factor and peer pressure. Allowing your age, that is how old you are, become the determining factor for why you want to get married, even when you're sure you're not ready for marriage, could be quite misleading and disastrous. No doubt, it is important and great to get married at a certain age, but in the event you're not ready, or if the person available for marriage is not exactly the right person you would like to be married to for whatever reason that may be personal to you, then it is not advisable to get married married. Many of people who have allowed themselves to be pressured into marriage do not exactly have great stories to tell. Some of these people wake up to some shocking and unpleasant realizations in the marriage and are made to bear the brunt all by themselves without their pairs who had pressured them into the marriage because they felt that they were getting too old for marriage. It is better to marry seemingly late and marry right than to marry early and marry wrong. The pain and agony of being married to a person who's not exactly right for you always has a lasting effect. Be aware and be cautious. Number three, sexual pleasure. As a single person waiting to get married, especially if you have been celibate for a while, the anticipation to get married to start having and enjoying sex with your partner is always very high. But you need to be careful not to allow that expectation be cloud or taint your sense of reasoning and objectivity. A person who gets into marriage with the aim or main aim of sex will soon discover that having sex and enjoying its pleasures is not the only thing that married couples do, absolutely not. They shoulder responsibilities too, and if you are not yet ready for these responsibilities, then you do not have any business being in marriage at all. To have a great sex life with your partner is lovely and it is actually one of the criteria of having an amazing marriage, but that should not be your only focus or reason for wanting to get married. Have you gotten that? Fantastic. Number four, financial security. Everyone loves financial security, including myself. But deciding to marry someone mainly because the person is financially buoyant while overlooking other aspects is wrong and very risky. What if that rich man turns out to be an abusive or a chronic wife beater? Or the rich lady, a pervert or sex maniac? How secure can you be in that marriage, even with all the finances? Number five, pregnancy or childbirth. Before now, I used to be of the opinion that if a lady is good enough to have sex with to the point of becoming pregnant, then 
she should also be good for marriage. I honestly couldn't seem to wrap my head around why people, two people, would like and find themselves attractive enough to share their bodies with themselves and say that they can't get married. But as I have journeyed so far in life, I've come to the realization that it is an error to make a mistake and still continue in that path of erring even when the danger signs or consequences are clear. Only fools do that. In the case of pregnancy or having a child outside marriage, the proper thing to do would actually be to go ahead and get married properly. But that should not be a reason for getting married to a person who is not exactly right for you. An example would be a lady or believer deciding to get married to an unbeliever or someone who is dangerously abusive. Pregnancy or child regardless, that union should not be encouraged. Please be sure to make a wise decision. Number six, a clergy's approval. Praying to God about your choice of spouse and seeking his approval is a great way to go. However, deciding to marry someone solely because a clergy person said so without your consent or with you being pressured into consenting is not the right way to get married at all. I understand that the ministers of God over our lives play important roles over, especially over the spiritual affairs of our lives. But when it comes to making the decision of whom to marry, the choice should mainly be yours to make with confirmations from others and not the other way around. I should say here very notably that it is highly and hugely important to learn to hear God for yourself and understand how he leads and guides you. Number seven, physical attraction. Beauty, they say, is in the eyes of the beholder. Becoming physically attracted to others is very okay. But what is not okay is you judging a book by its cover. You cannot and should not allow yourself be carried away just by a person's physique to make a grave decision such as marriage. In other words, it takes way more than being physically attracted to someone to get married. Be more interested in the content that is the real person beyond the physical packaging because the real person is who you will be doing life with on the long run together. Number eight, sentiments. For example, pity. Now, choosing to marry a person out of sentiments, like out of pity, is a very warm foundation to build your romantic union as it tends to be faulty, shaky, and unstable. It is an anomaly to marry anyone out of pity or any other sentimental feelings. What that subtly translates to is that you are doing the person a favor by getting married to him or her, or the person is doing you a favor by getting married to you. Rather than become sentimental about your decisions to marry anyone, be objective and reasonable. Remember that your marital journey is not a momentary one, but a long-lasting one. So, what happens when the sentimental feeling fizzles out? and you are made to deal with your spouse the way he or she is, are you really sure you will be happy with your decision? I strongly doubt that. Number nine, social status. 
These days, people actually get married just for show-offs and for the gram, while some others decide to tie the knot of holy matrimony just to spite others. Others like their ex-lover, an acquaintance, or any other person whom they are comparing themselves with. Whatever the case is, choosing to get married just to boost or update your social status or to show off is definitely out of order and should not be considered an action to be taken while making the decision of the person to get married to. Marriage is not something that you should joke with. Please take note and get really intentional. And I trust that God, with God's help, you will get it right in choosing the best spouse for yourself in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you a great deal for staying tuned till this time, listening to this podcast on the nine wrong reasons for getting married. If you have questions, suggestions, or concerns, kindly send them to Refining Moments with Uche at...